are listening to Literally, the podcast where you literally get a complete behind-the-scenes peek at a one-on-one business coaching relationship and the transformation that unfolds over the course of six months. I'm your host, Lacey Seitz, business mentor and success coach and founder of A Lit Up Life. These are recordings of actual coaching sessions with one of my clients where you get to experience her journey along with her and gain insight into building your own lit up life and the business that you desire. Wow, it feels crazy to be welcoming you to our last session with Monica. Uh, We will definitely be doing a recap together, but this is our official last coaching session. I just can't even begin to tell you how proud I am of the transformation that she has made, of the results she has created, and I'm so pumped for you to hear even more about those results in this episode. And just to truly see that though there have been bumps in the road and difficult times, Monica is still at that place that she's wanted to be, and I hope that reminds you that just because things feel hard at certain times, or just because you're coming up against your own crap, or just because sometimes you're inconsistent or whatever it is, it doesn't mean you can't create the results that you want. And this is such a beautiful ending to such an incredible journey. And I'm just so excited for you guys to listen to it. So let's dive in. Hi, how you doing? Good. I'm doing great. It's been an exciting week. You have some exciting news. Yeah. So I'm working with another one-on-one client and Yeah, it's super exciting. And then just so we're coming off the weekend and just being able to, you know, have that support with them throughout the weekend. So unlike, you know, like, like with me and you, how we have that base camp and we have that connection. It's just so nice to be able to like help my clients whenever they need it and not only on like a one-on-one call. So I really love that. So good. I feel like I don't know if you're even like noticing this or putting the pieces together because obviously like when it's you, it's it feels different. But like every week now that you're getting on here, you're like either saying I signed a one-on-one client, I signed an intensive or both. So exciting to think about. And it's funny because, I mean, I haven't really given myself a chance to like stop and think, but yeah. listening to listening to the podcast and being, you know, like quite a few episodes behind, it's so cool to just see the transition and how quickly it's just evolving. Yeah. Well, I think like it's, it's so beautiful to like be able to have that perspective. Right. So I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I think we're what a month or two out probably from like what episodes are actually airing. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to be like, Oh my God, that was only a month or two ago where I was like struggling in this way or feeling this thing. And like, now it's not even a thing. Like I'm literally signing clients every single week. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's incredible. Like, how amazing is that to give yourself credit for? Oh, thanks. Yeah, it's so exciting. So, I mean, I'm coming off of, like, this high vibration, like, just feeling like just such a great coach. My clients are seeing results. Like, I can see them already improving, you know, even if it's been, like, a month or a week that I've been working with them. So, it's great. And then I check my mailbox. And I know I was just... um chatting with you about this in base camp but it's so I get so like I get an $11,000 bill for back property tax for a property that I own and I'm ticked like I'm ticked in the sense where it's like I've done so much mindset work that like I'm in such a good place and then to get this thing that you don't expect it's like what is happening totally that's where I'm at I mean like listen I think that 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 both can be true. Like you can be ticked and feel the feelings. But I think that the difference here is that this is actually when mindset work is so valuable Mm -hmm. because ultimately you're like, but I can handle it, but I'm signing clients every week, but I'm in such a good space that even though this is annoying and inconvenient, it's okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Which is totally different than if like this had happened three months ago. Like I think for you, it's almost like why now? And for me, like being able to look from the outside in, it's like, because you could handle it now. You're so right. Like that is just the best way to look at it because like, so how it went about is I've owned a property for three years. It was a small house. I tore it down and built a huge duplex. And I had called the government like a few times a year to adjust the property tax because it wasn't adding up and they were just like, it's in queue. Like there's nothing else I can do. They're going to get to it. And it's like, they finally got to it. Um, but that's the bet. Like, I never thought about that. 
now the best that way to look is at some it. irony, right? It's like it's been three years and they finally got to it when you finally close out their business, when you finally transition, when you're finally at a point where you're like making money and mm-hmm. signing clients weekly. Like that is wild to think about. Because if this had mm-hmm. happened a year ago, you probably wouldn't have left that business. If this had happened six months ago, you might yeah. not have even done this podcast. If this had happened four months ago, you might have had a full on fucking meltdown, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this is so good. Monica is getting clients weekly, y'all. Like, how cool is that to see that for her? And I think it's so funny that I almost had to remind her of that because sometimes we're so in it, we don't even realize the importance of those results as a whole. I also think it's so funny to notice that's how detached she's become. Like she's just in it and enjoying the work and not obsessing about the result. So much so that she was like, oh my God, I am getting clients weekly. I didn't even realize it. And that's where the magic happens, that she is so pumped to just be doing this work and to be in it and feel so good in her life that when the results show up, it's like, oh yeah, of course. And oh my God, I barely even realized, right? Because she's so present. It was so beautiful to give her that reflection and it is just so thrilling and exciting for me to see that happening for her and for those clients to just be rolling in on such a consistent basis and to know how deeply she's going to get to help all of them. Oh my God, I have goosebumps. That is that is all so true. And like, listen, to be very clear, it does not mean that you can't be pissed as hell or feel your feels about that, right? <laughs> yeah. Because like, Anytime you get stuck with an $11,000 bill, it's going to be going to be real uncomfortable, right? No matter how much you're making. But at the same time, like just such a gift to be able to give yourself to be like, oh, this wasn't like a mindset fuck up. This was like exactly how it was supposed to go, right? Oh, I love that. Such a good way to think about it. I remember when I finally decided uh, – to get a divorce, there was this part of me that's like, you know, my business is like finally at this amazing place and everything's good. And like, I can't believe that this is like happening now. And then I was like, oh no, no, no. Like this is the only time it could have happened. Like this is when I'm ready for it. You know what I mean? This is when I'm strong enough to deal with it. This is when I have the mindset and the perspective to, to walk through it. Right. Wow. Yeah. And I think that's exactly, exactly this for you in a, in a, different way but but same in the fact that like you are at the place where like you can totally handle it right mm-hmm. you're completely right and like you've probably contracted more than that in the past month <laughs> <laughs> it's I mean it's so funny to spin this re- you know perspective on it because I was pissed like I mean being such like an organized person and in the sense of like you know government or lawyers or accountant like I'm always doing it by the book and always doing it right so it was just like I have to pay this bill like now but that's throwing a wrench in all my other plans that I had um so I think that was like my main Mm -hmm. focus of this frustration and anger but the spin you're putting on it is just so true and I mean that makes me feel so much better well and I think the other thing that's really true here and I think is something you've walked a lot of clients through lately even right is this idea Mm -hmm. of like there's never a perfect time or a perfect thing right Mm -hmm. but like when you have the right mindset and the right belief and trust in yourself, like you'll always figure it out. So whatever those plans are that are getting a wrench thrown in them, mm-hmm. you're at the perfect place to be like, but I'll figure it out. But like I figure everything out, but like everything actually does work out for me. And I have the evidence of that over and over again lately. Mm-hmm. Right. You're right. Yeah. And again, like, I just want to be like, so clear, like this is not in any way, shape or form to take away from the fact that you are allowed to be fully and completely pissed. But it's, like, also to be able to be pissed while knowing it's a solvable problem, right? Yeah, exactly. Versus, like, being in that place where it feels like something's happening to you and you have, like, no control over it, no way to solve it. That's the bad feeling, right? Yeah, you're right. Like, quite honestly, you could make this up in a few clients and you're getting clients every week at this Mm -hmm. point. And like, listen, do you want all your client income to go to taxes and property taxes? Like, listen, I get it. Of course not. Right. But how cool (laughs) to be in this place where you're like, well, listen, I know how to sign clients. I can make up for this. Mm -hmm. Does that feel true when I say that? It does. And it just brought like a big smile to my face. 
Um, cause it is true. And it's, it's being able to, like you said, be pissed, but then also still sit in that calmness of it where like, like you said, like four months, you know, six months, a year, like it, I, like who knows where <laughs> I would have been with this, with this news. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's just, it's funny how things happen, but like you said, there's always, you know, there's always a purpose. There's always a meaning and like always going to be able to work through it. So that makes sense. And now, you know, and we've talked about this so much <laughs> in our work together, but I think like, like this is just like the absolute epitome of it where, where it's like the clients are good knowing how to sign them as the best. Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing you have going for you is that there is no mystery to that anymore. You're right. You know, like if you want to sign one client a week for the next few weeks, like the likelihood of that happening is super high because it's happened for the last few weeks, right? You're right. And when you can lean into that, like, oh my gosh, like you just feel so powerful. And it doesn't mean that you have to even do that. It's just like knowing that you know how, right? Yeah. And if this happened when you hadn't yet felt like you knew how, it would have really felt out of your control. Mm-hmm. Oh, let's talk about Monica's big tax bill. I think this was such a, a beautiful thing to get to talk about in this session and certainly, you know, not something we would have hoped for or would have orchestrated in, in that way if we could have helped it. But I think it's just so beautiful when you can see that, you know, having a good mindset doesn't mean that everything's perfect. It doesn't mean that like you just get to this perfect place and nothing can ever happen, but it does mean that you can handle it. And it absolutely came at a time where she could handle it. So now that she's getting clients weekly and is feeling that flow and knows she can make money, though it is like massively inconvenient, she's also in an entirely different mindset around being able to deal with it and handle it from a relatively positive, though mildly annoyed place, right? And that's how we want to be. You know, we don't need to be jumping up and down for joy at the tax bill, but also we know we can handle it. And I think it was so cool to reflect on the fact that if that had happened even a few months ago, she may not have been able to handle it in this way. And so one of the things I want you to see is that, you know, ultimately, even if you create this amazing business and are getting clients weekly and all this stuff is flowing for you, it doesn't mean that nothing can ever happen. It doesn't mean you're protected um, and it's perfect forever, but it means that you can walk through the things that happen with so much more ease and so much more grace because you have the right mindset, because you have the tools and you can still create results during and in spite of those times, right? So, so grateful to Monica for sharing that with us this episode and for being willing to demonstrate that because I know for me, um, I personally, I had a divorce at a time that I was really creating a lot of success in my business and being able to be in that dichotomy of it can be both. Like I can have a really good mindset and be creating success and I can still walk through difficult things. It just helped me immensely and really was what allowed me to keep going in my business during that time. And so I think it was such a gift for her to bring this to this episode. And I hope it gives you a ton of permission in your life and business too. So beautiful. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you for being able to be in that dichotomy of both, right? Of like, this is so annoying that after three years, this is when they decide to do it. And it's so cool that like it happened when I could have handled it, right? Yeah, you're right. Beautiful. So the actual crazy thing is also that this is our last session. I know. Isn't that crazy? Very crazy. It is very crazy. And it is so fitting to end, um, you know, on such a beautiful and positive note, but also the realness of it. Like, I mean, (laughs) I don't think this happened for the podcast, but it is being like, it's such a cool thing to be able to show it's both like you're ending at a place where you're signing clients. Like it's so easy. It's feeling so good. You're spending your time coaching, you're supporting your clients. Like you know how to do this on repeat. I could go on and on and life happens and shit happens and things come mm-hmm. up. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a really beautiful reflective <laughs> conclusion there in some ways, but just so proud of you. So tell me for this last session, like what would you love the most support around? What do you want to dive into? What can we spend time reflecting on? Just tell me what you're looking for today. Oh, I feel like 
I don't want to let it go. <laughs> um, well, the first thing, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind and, and you just kind of capped it off is about like the, it being so real and this whole, you know, final experience and this tax bill, this property tax bill and all of that. And it's like, I keep getting people like DMing me and messaging me and they, you know, and it's people that, you know, whether they're starting their business or they have a history like me where they've been in business and for whatever reason, something's not mm -hmm. working or they're pivoting. And they just like, it's, it's almost like they just like, they're putting me up on a pedestal and they're mm -hmm. like crazy, like your results, this and that. <laughs> and then it's like to have this happen and be so relatable again, because I mean, my journey is so relatable, but it's just like, it's that image that people again, don't see, don't talk about. No one's admittingly, you know, uh -huh. telling people their tax bills. And it's just like, it's just kind of like one more thing I can give people to be like, listen, it happens to all of us. We're going to get through it. And just to be able to like, see that and see that perspective and know that that one thing is going to help people too. I just feel so good about it. Yeah, totally. I mean, I think that you're spot on where like, that's what happens so fast in this space. Like you almost go from feeling like the failure to like everyone putting you on a pedestal kind of thing. Right. And it's weird. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think your message always has been and always continues to be <laughs> like, you can do this too. Like we all have our shit, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and even same with this bill, like you, you can deal with this too and we all have our shit. And I think this is actually a perfect illustration because so much of the stuff you've been walking clients through even with like starting their business, restarting a business, objections, all of that is like, there's no perfect time. There's no perfect thing. There's no perfect situation, right? Yeah. And yeah. like bummer and also really good to to know that like you're not doing it wrong because you get the tax bill or your mindset's not shit because of that. Like nine times out of ten, it's all working out for you. You just can't see it, right? Yeah, exactly. Like who knows what the gift is here? Like maybe you'll find out next week you only have to pay half of it. I have no idea. But do you know what I mean? Like there's <laughs> something here, right? You're right. There is. There always is. Mm-hmm. And even if that thing is just like reminding people that like even when you get up on the pedestal and even when you're signing the clients really regularly and it seems like your results blew up, like you also put in a ton of work and life also happens, right? So there's this really weird thing that happens once you start getting visibility and notoriety and results in your business where you can almost feel like you get put on a pedestal. And it's so like cool for me from the outside to see that even happening for Monica because for so long she was so hard on herself and she just thought she had done it all wrong and you know she's just done it so right and has had so much growth and so much visibility and has really gotten beautiful results because of it. And, and so now she's getting that feeling of people putting her on a pedestal right but the win is to really keep sharing what's real and true for you and to have that full perspective that's really what this podcast is meant to do is for you to be able to see that she is killing it and she has done amazing work and she has shown up really beautifully and there are still difficult things and difficult times and sharing that full perspective is what makes the difference when we put someone on a pedestal and think they're perfect and they have no faults or flaws or just basically aren't having a human experience <laughs> we tend to make ourselves wrong in that because we think that because we are having a human experience we're doing it wrong and what's so great is that you can see that Monica is still a human having a human experience and is still someone that's really showing up, really done her work, and really creating great results. And so truly, you can keep sharing both no matter what place you are at in your business. And I'm so excited to see Monica continue to do that as she grows more and more. Yeah, you're right. So I think the question for you is like, do you still feel solid in it even when it does? Like, do you feel like you're able to like go do the mindset work around this, just to, to sit in this, to kind of like find your, your peace and consistency even in the midst of this? Oh, a hundred percent. Like, so the first thing was like, I'm pissed. And then it was me realizing like, that's fine. Like, I'm going to let myself just sit here and be mm -hmm. pissed, but I'm not going to be pissed forever. Like, let's just get, like, let's work on that. <laughs> I think that's the perfect way to say it, right? Because so often we think emotions are so permanent and they're really like the most temporary things ever. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like when you're pissed, you can feel like, oh, well, I'm just going to be pissed about this for an eternity, <laughs> right? And you're yeah, like, yeah. I'll probably be pissed for a day or two and then it's going to kind of work itself out. Yeah, for sure. One thing that 
um, Ben and I have always said to each other. So we've been together like 11 years. We He's been in business for 12 years. I've been in business for just over 10. And I mean, it doesn't like we both came from nothing. And it, it's every single scenario, people saying no to mortgages or, you know, client losing big clients or contracts. And it's just like, we've always believed that like, it'll work out. Like, it's just always going to work out. It always works out. And so it's just like, it's nice to, and for a while I lost that. Like, so it's nice yeah. to be able to like be back in that place where it's like, of course, you know, it doesn't matter what it is today or next year. Like it's, it's going to work out. It's all a part of a bigger plan that you're, you know, you have to work through to get to where you want to go. I just like have to like commend you because it's so cool to see, to see you there. Cause it, it's always been true for you. Right. And like you said, it, it felt untrue for a little bit and you've just like totally stepped back into it. Mm, thank you. So good. Okay. So tell me where we are with clients, with uh, follow-ups, with next, uh, what's it called? Event, all that kind of stuff. Okay. So I have one um, other person that I have to follow up with. I have my event that goes on next week and everything's pretty smooth sailing right now. I do. Um, I feel really good. I have to follow up with this, the, the one that wanted to get more information about my coaching. So that's kind of the one that I haven't been able to follow up yet, but she was just getting back from holidays. Like I think yesterday. Oh, that's right. Like she had said, when I come back, I want to have a conversation with you kind of thing. Yes. Okay. So the thing you're going to have to start thinking about pretty soon is like, what is full? Mm-hmm. Which is like mm-hmm. a really good problem to have, but but something that needs attention nonetheless, right? <laughs> you're right. Um, Because it can creep up really quickly. So like, meaning you're signing clients every week now, like let's assume you even sign this next one, like you could be approaching that rather soon and you want to know what that cap is so you don't go way over it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And you might feel like, no, 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 I'm like not even close to it yet and that's totally fine too, but it's just kind of figuring out for you like what might be that balance right now. So what kind of comes up for you? Are you like maybe a couple more, maybe even more than that? Like what sort of pops up as far as like moving forward? So I get like definitely a few more. Um, but I, I, I know a while back you had mentioned, um, because there's, you know, the coaching sessions, but then also the base camp and the upkeep. And that's something I haven't been tracking how much time Mm -hmm, that takes. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I know that's going to be something I'm going to, you know, have to start so that I could make sure it's still fitting in my day. Um, because I only work mornings and I pick up Ophelia at a certain time, I really have to be on top of the time frame and everything like that. So I haven't given it much thought, but I also haven't tracked the base camp and the added time that's going into clients. I think that is super useful perspective because that can really add up. Like I'll tell you for me, it's anywhere from one to two hours a day. Okay. Um, and so when you think of like, say two hours a day over five days, like that's 10 hours of my week. Right. Mm-mm. Yeah. And, and I mean, two hours is like the high end, but like even still, so we're saying between five and 10 hours a week. Right. Yeah. Now what I will say is like, I mean, you know, this about me, I'm like super hands-on. Mm-hmm. In that way. So like I don't think it always has to be that much either. I think it's just how I how I personally work and operate. But the point being nonetheless, even if it was five hours a week, period, like that that still is significant, right? So I totally agree with you that looking at that is really important and also figuring out how much do you actually want to be in there, right? Yeah. Like what is the right balance for you? Yeah. So right now, um, because Ben's work is seasonal, I I definitely am limited rather than in the winter when he's home and I have a lot more time. So right Right. now, I mean, not including some days I'm driving and stuck in traffic. I have only about 20 hours during the week that I have Mm -hmm. open. Totally. And then, yeah. And then so that, you know what? And it's funny to think about this because I was just, you know, putting out promos for um, intensives. And I was like, Ooh, if I were to like, you know, book a few, that's going to take up all my time. So Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah, it's cool looking at this and like getting the bigger picture because I am getting there. So I'm glad that we're having this conversation. 
So think about it like this. Like, let's just make numbers up. But even say, like, you dedicate about an hour a day to base camp, right? Yeah. Plus you have your client calls. Plus you have marketing time. Mm-hmm. Plus you maybe have a couple intensives you want to sell a month. Plus you're doing some discovery calls, right? Mm-hmm. I would like literally go schedule that out in those 20-hour time slots and mm-hmm. figure out like you may only have room for two more clients. Mm-hmm. And then at that point, you may be raising your prices because you're full, right? Yeah. Now I see how this all works. Um, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's, it's so funny because I haven't been considering discovery calls because, you know, cause it's just like, I'll just schedule those in, but you're, it's everything. It's everything that keeps the business going and growing and making sure I'm still working within my time frame. So this is super important. Well, here's what can happen. And this is why I'm kind of harping on this for our last call too, is because what can happen is that we oversell ourselves. I've seen this happen mm. just so many people. And then they don't have time to market. Yeah. So they have these huge peaks and valleys in their business where they get a bunch of clients and make a bunch of money. And then they bottom out for a while because they do no marketing. Okay. And they finish with those clients. And then they're like, oh, oops. <laughs> right? So you you have to schedule yourself in a way that you still have time to run the business while you have the clients, right? Yes. Because what's getting you the clients is that you're out there super consistently right now. Mm-hmm. You're right. So if you could make time for like two discovery calls a week, time for your marketing, time for your base camp time and time for your clients, that would be great, right? Mm-hmm. But if you start to squeeze it into all that time and then it starts to mean less marketing time and you don't even have time for discovery calls and, 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 that's how you get into feast or famine mode, right? It's so cool to be able to be having this conversation with Monica about really figuring out her schedule as she approaches getting full. I I just am so proud of her and I just have to reflect on that for a moment. But the advice that I want to make sure I underscore here and want to give for you is to make sure that you are being really intentional about that as you continue to get more and more clients and to always leave room for the marketing. This is the number one mistake I see most people make as they get full and and want to scale is that their time that they were spending marketing just gets replaced with clients. And so they have this full client load and they're maybe making really good money. But then when those clients start to roll off, they're just completely at a loss and they're almost starting back from square one. And it becomes this super big feast or famine cycle that it's really hard to get out of. And so what full often means and what I try to remind my clients that it means is not like your time is full. It means your capacity for clients is full, right? And your capacity is full because you still have to have time to be the CEO of your business and to be the face and the marketer of your business. And so really remembering that as you continue to get full, it doesn't mean you can't delegate or outsource some of that or that you even have to be marketing, you know, as fast and furiously as you were before, but there absolutely has to be non-negotiable time for that. And that's how you can truly scale and get full and continue to grow and grow instead of getting into this feast or famine cycle that is really hard to get out of where you're getting the clients and then marketing and then getting the clients. So ultimately full means you still have time for marketing. And I hope that's a great takeaway for you. Yeah, definitely. And that was something because I have noticed other people, um, you know, talking about it is where they ride that, you know, they're up and they're taking care of the clients and then all of a sudden they're back at square one. So that was always something that I was, you know, not concerned about, but knowing that like you have to maintain it, but just seeing the bigger picture and working everything into my time frame and starting it now um, makes me feel a lot better. Right. Because like when you add this up, like what I have a feeling is probably true is that you probably have room for about two, maybe three more clients if that, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. And so not only is that fucking awesome, by the way, but (laughs) that becomes part of your marketing too. Yeah. So you're out there and you're saying to people, listen, I have two spots left. If you want them, come get them. And like adding that urgency into your marketing is important because one, we want people to know, two, it's really great urgency. And three, it's true, (laughs) right? Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's why you want to get kind of locked in on what that number is. And it also helps bring people off the fence. Like, so these pe- people that have like been warm leads and maybe watching you, mm-hmm. that you had calls with that haven't come off the fence yet. And then they're like, oh man, she only has two spots left. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need to get me one of those, right? Yeah. That, um, yeah, I mean, I've done that with like the messaging calls and this and that, but now I like I haven't at all talked about it in that way with the coaching, but it's just I mean, it's true, which it feels super good to sit in that position. Um, but I just see how important it is to get that message out there too. Right. And I mean, people want to see that in their own coach, right? Like they're going to love to know that you have a couple spots left or three spots left or whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. But for you, I think you're so spot on that scheduling that time is so important because you're basically in this position where you're going to have to be very, very, very intentional about moving the puzzle pieces. And what Mm -hmm. I mean by moving the puzzle pieces is like, then you book one of those two spots. So then you have to take down the number of calls you have available. Then you book the next one and then you really only have one call for, or one spot for discovery calls available or whatever that is, right? Yeah. But you're going to have to be really intentional, (laughs) intentional, oh my goodness, intentional (laughs) about moving those pieces and those spots as they fill up. Does that make sense? It does. And it's, I'm happy that we're planning this now. Um, Yes, this is very exciting. And then my recommendation is to raise prices once you're full. Okay. And so raising prices. So what I had just actually done so my initial coaching was three months and Mm -hmm. I at least like my goal is to get it to six but I was like feeling stretchy um so I upped it to four (laughs) but I didn't really advertise or say anything like that but the pricing is still the same so where like what would you recommend or what would you say about any any of that when you say the pricing is still the same you mean like the monthly price like you're not saying you're giving them yeah, exactly. Yeah, Four so it's yeah, a thousand okay. a month. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um So yeah, I I I don't think you need to make a big deal out of that. I think that's totally fine, but I think that what you could do at that point is like you could just move to 6 months and even keep the price the same. Okay. Right? And then and you can and basically you are raising the price, so to speak, right? I mean, you're adding 2k to the price, but you're also adding 2 months. You know what I mean? Yeah. But my take is always to do small raises so you can do it often. Okay. Right? Because it's such an urgency creator. So Mm -hmm. say you're like, I have one spot left for my four-month program at this price point. Come and get it. Mm. That is such an urgency creator. And it also helps people to see, like, your growth, right? Yeah. Then you move to six months and you sell a couple of those and then you're ready to raise to like 1100 a month, right? And you say one spot left at this six months at this price point, right? Yeah. And so it allows you to really like take your audience on your journey with you and it allows you to create a lot of urgency points along the way. Mm-hmm. I think where some people go wild is they're like, okay, double price and double the time. Yeah. Right? And it's like, just take it slow and let it move with you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes so much sense. So I really want to talk about this raising price piece again and just kind of give you the perspective on that, which is that raising prices in small increments and creating that urgency and taking your audience with you on that journey is so important. I see a lot of people that'll kind of just make this huge jump where they like double their prices really quickly and and... While that can be good, and I'm not saying there's never a circumstance in which that's possible, doing the small incremental raises more frequently is is typically 10 times more effective because you get those urgency opportunities with your audience several times along the way. And frankly, they get to see you grow. And especially for Monica, who is a business coach, like I want to see my business coach growing and, and making more and, you know, getting those prices up because I want someone that can help me with that too, right? 
And so being able to take your audience on the journey with you of those price raises, plus being able to create that urgency is so worth the small incremental raises. And for me, it's also what is most scalable. If you bring your audience with you on these small incremental raises, they are more and more likely to say yes and yes. If you double really fast and they haven't like gotten the full backstory on that or don't even really feel like they're caught up with the value of that, it will be harder and harder to sell. So ultimately, if you're thinking about raising prices, do it in a way that really brings your audience with you and really creates that beautiful urgency that helps them get off the fence and that helps you move the needle forward. So one thing that I had when I first started was I had the coaching calls and then I also offered the intensive in there. And so for the first few, like, so it was like the one-on-one calls, but then they'd also get the intensive. And what I found was like, kind of takes a lot more time rather than, um, you know, kind of just giving them the documents and, and supporting them throughout the weeks, creating that instead of adding an extra, you know, intensive in their package. So what would you say about that? I don't know why I didn't quite pick up what you were putting down there. Say that piece one more time. Okay. So, um, so I have my intensive offer and then I have my one-on-one coaching offer, which is the the three calls a month. So the, if someone signed up previously for the one-on-one coaching, I would throw the intensive in there. So it'd be like an extra big call. And so you don't like that because of why? Like it felt like, so like at first it was like, okay, schedule that after a few calls so that we can kind of use it like better with more information and detail that we've been able to work through. But it felt like kind of like a lot of extra work. Well, I think that it's like this, like if they're stepping into the one-on-one, like you want that to be included because you don't want to be deciding like, should I do this or this? But it doesn't mean it has to look a certain way, right? Okay. If they want to use those three hours and add an extra month or something, that's Mm -hmm. fine. If they want to schedule for one of the off weeks, that's fine. If they want to do two 90-minute calls, that's fine. Does that make sense? Mm, Yeah, it does. So I I think you still want to include it because you want it to feel like at their highest – at your highest level, they're getting everything. Okay. But don't feel like it has to be like this super intensive three-hour thing right away if it's not – what they need. Does that make sense? That does. Uh, yeah, that clarifies it a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you almost get to help them decide how to best use it. And and if they're already overwhelmed at the beginning, it might not be the best fit to use it then, right? Yeah, you're right. Um, some of my clients save it till the end and we end with an intensive, right? Mm-hmm. So anyway, the point is I think it's still worth having it be part of it. But if it's feeling like extra work to you, it's probably feeling like extra work to them. So help them figure out a better way to use it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I love that. That that makes a lot of sense. And then just having kind of like different options, but because everyone's different. So it's like, you know, being able to create the intensive, but break it up and work for, for them individually. That, that makes sense. Yep. Yep, exactly. Okay. How about, um, we had talked about like switching up the messaging call. Obviously, as you're getting closer to full, like this now would be the time if you want to switch it up. Tell me what your thought is with that. Yeah. So I have, since we talked about it last time, I've just been running with it. It's been fine. I have been promoting the chal- the new uh, live stream series yeah. too. So I haven't done too many of them. Just the other day, again, it was like something just comes up and it's like, why don't, you know, strategy wise, I'm like putting a strategy together. But then again, I'm just not, I'm not thinking about it just because I'm focused on the challenge or the live stream series right now. But I I definitely think at some point it is going to change. I just, I don't know. I haven't changed it yet. Nothing's been concrete. Well, I think that's something that's interesting um, is that your new challenge is really about passive income, right? Yeah. And so that could be the thing you offer off that challenge is like a call on that and just get those last few spots full. Mm, I love that. So almost like make them tie together instead of it feeling like, Oh, I have to focus on this thing before I can focus on this other thing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
and really having those fit where it's like you're kind of introducing this new topic into your business, right? Mm -hmm. Not that it's new, but like new as far as in terms of like it being a challenge, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then changing the call format – or not format, but the call topic off of it. Same format, different topic. Yeah, exactly. I think a lot of people are interested too is like – I mean, a lot of people are interested, but they don't know how to start or what to do. So I think something along the lines of like, you know, the first key step or something um, is always everyone's first question. Absolutely. And it's also like the first step might be like build a business you have and you might be able to help them just do that. Right. Yeah. That's the core message behind the whole profit is having a business that generates profit so you can invest in it. So, right. mm-hmm. yeah, that's very much kind of just fits in with everything. It's also like, I mean, it it might be too soon, but I'm going to go ahead and say it. But like the irony of the fact that like you have a business that's generating profits so you can deal with the expense that's coming from some of the passive income, right? Mm -hmm. Like you're like literally sitting in the middle of that. Like you could totally share that piece of the story. Mm, Yeah. I'm writing that down. And so part of you generating more passive income right now is building up even more in your coaching business because that's taking an investment, so to speak, in the property, right? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, no, that's that all sounds very aligned and exciting. Um, I think one of the things that I, you know, I also love talking about is just smart business and saving your money and being smart and all of that. And I mean, it comes back to being able to save passive income and a lot of people want it, but they, it just seems so far out of reach. So being able to show that like, you know, this shit still happens or bills still come up, but you still like have a, you know, a plan that you're able to stay aligned with and figure it out. I think that's going to be important to share. I think you are truly in a position, and I know I've said this to you a lot, but where you really are building a smart, smart business, but it doesn't mean that there are not challenges along the way, right? Like you were very smart in building this business to support that business and that business to support this business. But you've also been very clear that this business needed to generate income so you could invest it in ways that brought you passive income, right? Mm -hmm. And I think the more you share that kind of stuff, the more people are going to get interested not only in the passive income strategy, but in hiring you as a coach now so that they can make income to invest, right? Mm-hmm. So your message is really like not being scared to invest as much as it is saving and being smart, right? Yeah. So I just want to like underscore that because I know that some of the fears you've had is about letting people invest in you or talking them through mm-hmm. the investment. And I think so much of your message is about like it's doing both in the right way. Yeah. I love that. And it's funny that you brought that up because, you know, like at the beginning of our coaching and all the, you know, money objections and sales calls that didn't go anywhere. And now like the feeling that I've been having, like just coaching. And I was, I was honestly thinking about this today where it was like, oh my God, I am like so good at this like just, yes <laughs> right like just seeing and like helping my clients and then like constantly getting messages they're like how do you like how do you just know what to say and how do you know like you know it's just like this is what I'm teaching them and it just feels so good to like have that confidence but then I mean just be living it I just I love it oh my gosh that's amazing and honestly like such like I'm just so excited that like you are in that place and that you get to feel that and illustrate it because now your work is to be able to take that and say that. Like I want you to be saying that even more. Like I am the smartest place to spend your money. I am so good at what I do. I run really smart businesses. I know how to help you do the same, right? Mm -hmm. Like that wasn't something you could have said all that long ago and it's not because it wasn't true then. It's because you hadn't stepped into it then, right? Yeah, you're right. And now you're like in it and doing the work every day and you're having those client experiences and you're getting that feedback all because you stepped into that place, right? So now it's just taking it a step further and saying it. Like I want to, I want to see that in a post. I want to hear that on a video, right? 
It's so fun to be having these conversations around sales with Monica because I've just seen how much she's transformed in her uh, mindset around sales and the strategy she's implementing and how well she's executing on it, all of that. And what I really see here is that she has gotten to this place where she truly believes that her services are amazing. And that's so fantastic to see her there because, you know, you guys know that she was having some imposter syndrome and second guessing herself, really struggling with that in the ways that a lot of us do. Despite the fact that she has massive amounts of value and experience to bring, right? But the next level is not to just know you're the best, but to say it. And that's really the next phase Monica's stepping into is where she's truly gotten that grounded foundation where she believes it. And now her work is to go say it more. And I bet a lot of you resonate with that, where you really do feel like you believe your services are the best and you really have worked into that point and feel super solid in that. But my question to you is, are you saying it? And if you're not, you're losing out on so many amazing sales opportunities where you could be getting in front of people and telling them that and owning that and really saying that. And if you truly believe your services are the best, that is such a gift to people. I feel so good saying that I'm a fantastic fucking coach and that you should hire me because I know that as much as that serves me, it serves you. Because if I don't say that, you're maybe gonna hire the way not fantastic coach down the street and be really disappointed with your results and maybe stop trusting yourself or stop trusting coaching. It is a value for me to be like, I am the best you can hire both to me and to my audience. So I really want to encourage you that if you believe in your product and service that much, that you got to get out there and you got to say it. And that is truly the next level of selling. Okay. That feels exciting. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I will. <laughs> Let me just sit on that. No, I will. That it's it's all very exciting and it's so funny. And I think we talked about this last time was just like, you know, me being so scared to even make my, you know, my profiles public and now just telling people the amount of like profit I've invested. Like I have never even shared that with family. I've never... And, you know, and just to be able to like openly say these things and not be like, they're going to judge me or they're going to think I'm being conceited and just be like, no, I am inspiring the fuck out of people to like make these decisions for themselves too and see that it's possible. It's just like, I just feel like a different person. Yeah. I mean, I think the gift you really have to give yourself there is like, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't even necessarily dislike the word conceited, but, but my point is like, you're also the person that's getting on here going, and I got hit with an $11,000 property tax bill and I'm going to deal with that too. So I think like that's the gift you have to give yourself is like, I think when you're seeing it as a negative, it's coming from this place of like, it's all rainbows and sunshine. And like, that's never mm -hmm. you ever, right? Mm -hmm. You're right. You're always like, it's amazing and things happen <laughs> and I've had to work hard and things have been up and down along the way and I had some like mindset dips and, 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 right? And that's not yeah. conceited. That's where it's really actually inspiring, right? Because it's like, wait, mm -hmm. I listened to episodes two through eight where Monica struggled like crazy on the podcast, right? <laughs> and now I'm listening to the episode where she's like talking about being full and raising her prices and investing in more property, you know? Mm -hmm. Like that's the real inspiration, I think. And I want you to give yourself that permission to, to lean into sharing that even more because you, they want to hear the good as much as they want to hear the bad. You know what I mean? <laughs> You're right. And I just want to say like quickly, like just thank you from the bottom of my heart for this experience because I mean, not just my life and just being able to like live this and feel it and see it like just a million times, you know, better than it, than it was or that it like would have been had I not stepped into this and you giving me that opportunity. But then also the messages and the comments that I get from other people who like our journey together on this podcast has just helped so many people and having them reach out and say something that they've never, you know, admitted to someone else or seeing someone live their life and them feeling alone is just inspiring them and bringing them so much hope. And I'm just like, I'm so touched that we're able to do that. Yes. Oh, you're going to make me cry, but no, I totally agree. I mean, and it's, I, I appreciate you saying that and I, I, I totally receive that. But like it's because you showed up every week with this transparency. That's why, right? Oh, thank you. Of course. So proud of you. <sighs> um Okay, so anything else coming up specifically that we can dive into to 
kind of give you support as you move forward. Obviously, getting full, moving your calendar around, raising your prices, all that kind of stuff. But anything else that feels like really supportive to talk about as you move forward? Um, I mean, it was, you know, raising the prices and and making sure I'm staying on top of the schedule, I think are going to be the biggest things for me right now. And just being reminded of that and um, making sure that's like one of the most important things as I keep adding people and getting new clients. Not too sure what else right now, but but that reminder is key. Yeah. So so let me just like take that out a couple steps further, even just like for, for perspective long term. But What is so easy to do when you're at this place? And I don't actually think you're going to do it, but but let's just talk it through for a second. Okay. Is to be like, cool, cool, cool. I got the one-on-one thing, whatever. What else? Let me go launch a course. Let me go do something totally different, right? Mm -hmm. And like all of that is good. And I think you're very close to all of that. But the one piece of advice I would give you is get full and stay full. Okay. And like put your attention there first. Does that make sense? It does. Um, yeah, it does. Because ultimately, like once you're full, it's really easy to stay full. <laughs> okay. And once you're full, it's really easy to do exactly what you've been talking about, which is like use that income to invest, whether that's more coaching, a VA, both, mm-hmm. um, that kind of stuff, right? Like your one-on-one can support all of that, whether it's even the course platform you end up using or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. The way I try to Think of it as like your one-on-one is going to be that foundation that funds whatever comes next, right? Mm-hmm. I love that. So make sure you feel really solid around that. And then like it might be time to get a VA and it might be time to launch a course and all of those other amazing things, mm-hmm. right? But really give yourself that permission to be like, I'm going to get full and stay full because this is what funds all of that. I think what happens to a lot of people is they're like, yeah, 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 that's fine. Now let me go do all these other things instead of seeing it as like holistically these pieces all fit together, right? Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the one thing that I haven't been thinking about, but I know I'm going to have to eventually is like when I have a baby in December, um, <laughs> what the heck's going to No big deal. <laughs> we'll just make it work. Um but I haven't like, it's just, I mean, it's not something I'm worried about. I made it work before. I know I'll make it work again, but I just know like when I'm going to be hiring you, that's probably going to be an issue that I'm going to have to figure out. Well, listen, I think that there's a couple things I would say to that. Number one is to remember that December is a really good time to have a baby. Mm-hmm. Like not that you planned it, but I'm just saying like most <laughs> people aren't in that time of year wanting to be like, how do I like hit it super hard? Like you could just take that time off, right? Without making Mm -hmm. it wrong. I think another thing is, is that that's still, how many months away is that? July, August, September, October, November. Like we're, we're talking five or six months, right? Mm. Yeah. Like you're signing clients every week. You could be full in the next month if that, right? Okay. You could have five months to like plan and launch something, right? Mm, Yeah. So you're in a really, really good position now. It doesn't mean you don't need to get strategic about it and make a plan for it. But mm-hmm. the the first step to that is get this full, like bang it out yeah. in the next month, right? So that your attention can go to that. Um, mm-hmm. I also had a client who went out on maternity leave and we just pre-sold all of her spots for when she came back. Okay. So like say you're going to come back in February, right? Okay. I'm just making that up. I have no idea what you want to do. No, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> Not that that's right. I'm just making shit up, right? But um, yeah. in November, you could get on a ton of calls and pre-sell five, five spots for February. Wow. Yeah. And people love that too because then they kind of get to relax around the holidays too, knowing that they're coming and stepping into something in February. Mm-hmm. So anyway, my point is whether you launch a course, pre-sell spots, do a little bit of both. Like all of it is so doable because you have this foundation and because you know how to sign clients, right? Yeah. So yeah, just right. know that like it's it's going to be absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's just kind of navigating that and deciding what fits best for you. But again, like fill yourself up now so you can breathe. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
and have space. Like if you weren't getting on five calls a week, you would have that time to be deciding what's next, right? Mm-hmm. To maybe mm-hmm. be building the the course or to be thinking about the plan for booking out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the last yeah. thing to remember is you're also going to have like loyal clients at that point. Oh, yeah. I never thought about that. <laughs> that are maybe going to be totally willing to be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that actually feels good for me. Like I'll take a break and come back in February. Mm-hmm. So I think, okay. you know, like you're in a really, really good position okay. to make all of that work for you. It's really figuring out first what you want. Okay. I.e., approximately what time do I want to be away? What do I actually want that to look like? All that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Secondarily, how do I want that to feel? Do I want to come back to some spots full? All that. And then third, like, what does that look like in terms of what I want to sell? Do I want to do a launch? Stuff like that, right? Yeah. Okay. It was so cool to be able to have this wrap-up conversation with Monica about really planning for her future, whether that's the courses, the baby coming, getting full, and just ultimately using that foundation and income to get even more strategic. I think that sometimes once we've gotten into a flow and once we've found something that works, we're almost so scared for any changes to occur. We're like, wait, it's finally working. Oh my gosh. You know, like I don't really want to change too much. But what I really wanted Monica to see was that the foundation of these one-on-one clients and her ability to know how to create that income is what's going to help her be even more strategic and scale even more effectively in the future. Personally, for me, I love um, helping clients get one-on-one clients and knowing that they can get that on repeat because I think that it really gives them the foundation to go do an experiment and get innovative with so many other things. I don't think it's the only way to build a business to be perfectly clear that the right way might be entirely different for you. But in Monica's case, that income and that knowing and that sales process that's replicable is what she's going to be able to leverage when the baby comes, when she creates the course, and ultimately to make scaling this really easy and strategic part of her business instead of either scaling like crazy and not, you know, uh, not knowing where her income is coming from or, you know, staying staying in the same place and, and just doing what works over and over again and not growing from there. So she has so much to come. She has amazing opportunities for the future and it is just so beautiful to be ending at this place where she feels so solid and getting ready for the baby. Oh, when she was talking about December of last year and December of this year, I just could barely keep it together. And I'm just so proud of her and so excited for the future she's going to create. And I just thank you guys again so, so much for being part of this with us and for being part of this journey. And please, please, please go give Monica some love and tell her how much you appreciate her too. Thanks guys. Have a great week. Does that feel pretty clear, pretty, pretty simple when you think about it like that? Yeah, it's good. It gives me um, things to think about instead of, you know, just carrying on the same way and just making it work like this. It's um, it's interesting and exciting and just having the time and the space to create a plan, knowing that, you know, it will work out. But I have the flexibility to kind of change things up. I think that that makes me feel really good. The thing that I always try to remember is like consistency is a gift I give myself so that when I can't be consistent, I'm not stressed about it. Right. So in other words, like you've been consistent now for a few months, you're going to be consistent for those five to six months leading up, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Those nine plus months of consistency is such a gift to give yourself. So for a couple months, you're recycling content and not super available. Mm -hmm. It's totally fine. Yeah. You bought yourself that opportunity basically by being so consistent, right? Yeah. If you're super inconsistent that whole time and then you're extra inconsistent for a couple of months, yeah, you're going to feel the pain of that, right? You're right. But like even think of like all the content you'll have built up by that time to recycle. Mm-hmm. Like you will truly be okay then because you're setting the foundation in the way that you are. Yeah. I you're you're basically like buying the ability for that not to be a big deal. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I love that beautiful oh my gosh I am just so freaking proud of you I mean I can't even tell you luckily we're going to record another episode where I get to tell you all of that Mm. and where we get to uh (laughs) recap all of this so I'll save some of that but 
just absolutely amazed by by you and how much you've stuck in it and always knew this was going to happen for you. But I have to just tell you, it just makes my heart so full to see it. Oh, thank you so much. You are so welcome. You've given me the biggest gift, like really. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so grateful. I just love you. I'm so excited (laughs) for you. All right, my dear. Obviously, base camp still open, so you kind of have a lot to process from what we talked about today as far as like calendar and stuff like that. So keep me posted in there and let's talk through some of that. Okay. Feel free to do a little bit of brain dumping on like getting full, how many spots we have, all that kind of stuff. And let's kind of wrap some of those pieces up in base camp. Does that feel good? Sounds good. Thank you. Beautiful. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Literally. I am so grateful to you for being part of our journey. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave us a review. Each month, I'll be picking reviewers to give a free session of their own to as a thank you for listening. And remember, sharing is caring. If you know someone who'd benefit from this podcast on their own entrepreneurial journey, please share it with them. What I know we need more of in this world is women living lit up lives and running businesses they love and are beautifully compensated.